Welcome in. It's Thursday, April 29th. Thomas Miller, we are about to burn up April, aren't we, and move on into May. Up here in the northern hemisphere, that means the temperatures are going to warm and summertime is right around the corner. Everybody's looking forward to that for sure. We have a fairly quiet chart today. How are you enjoying that Sagittarian energy that we crossed into yesterday, right? A little bit better than Scorpio. I think I've heard several people saying that the first part of the week was a little bit tight. Well, hopefully the Sag energy today will just make you bright and cheery and and uh, want to go out and play. If you were a dog, you'd want to run out in the yard and roll in the grass <laughs> and have somebody scratch your belly. Now, if you're a human, <laughs> well, you could still do that. I guess you could. Sure. Why not? Why not? Especially since it's Taurus season. That's perfect for Taurus. And that's a perfect combination with Taurus and Sagittarius. Just go out today and roll around in the grass. There is one primary aspect of note, and then we're going to talk about aspects in a listener question coming up here, but Mercury is sextile Neptune. The sextile aspect is a 60-degree aspect. It's considered favorable. In fact, we're going to talk about it here in just a second. We'll get to that listener question. It's a really good one, and, and it brings up some interesting commentary that really fits with the sextile that we're seeing today between these two. So how might Mercury and Neptune work together? Well, one thing is they're going to have to work fast because Mercury will be on roller skates and gone before poor Neptune can figure out what hit it. But these two are about as opposite as you could get. So it's a good thing that it's a sextile and they're trying to work together because think about it. Neptune is pure intuition, pure instinct. Neptune is la-la land without any additional substances. <laughs> It's Lucy in the sky with diamonds naturally. Mercury is all about being in your head. When somebody says, geez, you're sure in your head today, that's Mercury. It's logic, learning, understanding, figuring things out. Well, with these two connected today by a sextile aspect means, for one, that when Neptune could normally be foggy, Neptune could be clear. So you could get an intuitive prompt and then know all the steps to take or at least figure out like you get the mental processing along with the intuitive. I actually have been on the hiking trails the last couple of days and that has been happening. So, yes, that energy is there. You get the intuitive download and then you get the steps or let's say it this way. You get the spiritual and the physical and because, again, it's a sextile, they're going to be harmonious. In other words, they're going to click. They're not going to clash. You're not going to feel divided. It's going to be harmonious. I've had, I actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I've had three in the last 48 hours. They really came from the hiking trail, so you might want to get into your space where you get plugged in to the home office. But, yeah, those things were coming, and they were, they, now that I kind of think I wasn't even looking at this, but now that it's there, it's like, oh, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Now, to that end, let's talk about this question. Hi, Thomas and everyone. I was wondering what it means to have a cradle and a grand cross in your birth chart. Great question. And somebody has been doing some deep study into patterns. So let's kind of take a step back on this. Through the magic of the universe, <laughs> through divine creation, there is something called the ecliptic circle, the ecliptic line. It's an imaginary line in outer space that basically all of the planets 
and the moon are all on in the sky. How everything from wobbly little Pluto all the way down to sports car Mercury and Mars and Venus and Saturn and Jupiter and everybody in between fell into a line. Okay, do you see that this is we're dealing with some pretty amazing stuff? So on that circle, it's it. Uh, if we take the Earth as the center, draw a big circle around. On that circle, all of the planets fall into line. They are all on that ecliptic circle. That circle is 360 degrees, just like any circle. So when two planets are basically up at the top of that circle, 12 o'clock position, they are conjoined and they are zero degrees. If one is at the top of the circle and one is at the bottom of the circle, they are 180 degrees apart, an opposition. If one is at the top and one is over on the east coast, 90 degrees square. And then you can cut it on down to various different aspects, and those are the aspects in astrology. What they mean is that the two planets who are connected by one of those more exact aspects are trying to work together with their energies. They are trying to work in your life and in my life to accomplish something, whether it's through a little extra pressure, no pain, no gain, or whether it's through, you know what, you deserve a break today. Now, some astrologers call those good aspects or bad aspects. Steve Forrest says, don't do that. Call them easy and hard. In other words, through tension or through ease, through difficulty and challenge and work it out, or through here is one that you're going to get because it's just on an easy street. The one we talked about earlier, Mercury and Neptune, easy. All right, the cradle, now this gets a little complicated, and I'm not going to go too deep here, but I'm going to give you a reference where you can get more. Think of two planets opposite each other, so 180 degrees on either side. And then every two signs, and let's say that you're in whole sign system, so you're looking at signs and houses are together. Every two houses or every two signs drop a planet. So from the first planet of the opposition, come over two, put a planet in there. Come over two more, put a planet in there. Come over two more, put a planet in there. That is a cradle. Very powerful. And because you have most of the, well, all the planets end up being connected by sextiles. And then because of the wonderful sacred geometry, you have four of them connected by trines. You see, you've got opposition. So it's like there's this there's this two sides of the cradle. The two planets that are opposite each other are setting up the boundaries. And then the other two in the middle are giving the essence of how the four are going to work together positively. So it's a positive energy in the chart. The planets are wanting to accomplish something big. And think about it. It's taking up four planets. That's four out of ten. So there's a lot of energy consisting in the cradle? That's a great question. You don't see cradles that often, but you do see the other one that she asked about, grand crosses. The easiest way to think of a grand cross is just to think of a planet in an aspect every three houses or signs. So you start like with Aries, and then you go over three, drop a planet in Cancer, go over three, drop one in Libra, go over three, drop one in Capricorn. See, that's how you do it. So in this case, we have four planets again, but they're all separated by squares. 
So it puts a perfect square in the middle of the chart. If you have the aspect lines on in a chart and a grand cross pops up, it's real easy to spot because it's just a big old square right in the middle. And then you have the two X's. There's an X in the middle of the square because those are the oppositions. Does that make sense? Now, because we're talking about a square, we know there's some sandpaper in the room. These four want to work together, but it's going to be no pain, no gain. Now, let me say this, and then we'll close with this. Steve Forrest has a great explanation of all of this. So these alignments come into your chart. They're in your natal chart. And the synchronicities of life then will intersect you with the opportunities to fulfill these energies. You don't have to go looking for it. Life will bring it right to your lap. And now, looking back from my perspective on life of having over 60 laps around the sun, the universe will be merciful in giving you multiple opportunities. You know, people say, well, if you don't learn the lesson the first time, you're going to get clubbed over the head the next time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been clubbed over the head plenty of times, and I've had some very merciful, gentle second chances. I think it's Are you looking for the opportunities? Are you studying your chart? Are you learning these aspect patterns and the nuances of all the flavorings and seasonings that are in there that relate to your adventure on Earth? The universe is going to bring you the opportunities to experience the adventure. But how we craft that is up to us. That's why I'm so pleased you guys are ordering these reports like crazy. I'm sorry if there's a delay. It's just simply because... Uh, A lot of you have been ordering these reports on funastrology.com because that's your roadmap. You put those three reports in the bundle in your inbox, and you've got a roadmap to your soul. So if you're following the roadmap, when the twists and turns and the synchronicities and the opportunities come up, then it becomes an adventure of years and decades of learning how to navigate according to the plan. I had one drop in my lap yesterday, just another lesson of life and knowing my chart and knowing the lessons and knowing what I still have not completed. Here's the opportunity. I went back and looked at the structure and the context around it, and I just was like, boom, okay, here's what we're going to do. Game plan on. See, isn't that such a completely different perspective than, oh my gosh, or reacting out of anger or, you know, doing whatever other reactions that we all come up with because we're basically like a fish on the deck of the boat. I mean, we're flopping around trying to get back in the water where it's safe, reacting to everything instead of just being on course. Something comes up. Ah, synchronicity. Perfect. Thank you, universe. You're giving me another chance. I saw it so clearly. And I kind of winked back up in the sky. I literally did. I winked back up in the sky because it was like, you know, I really appreciate that. And I'm going to, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I got this. I think I can, I think I can get it right this time. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow. Okay, here's a website that has some pretty good information on the technicals of these. Go to lunarliving.org. Lunarliving.org. Now, I'll tell you guys, I am moving in the direction of astrology classes. So we're going to be doing this here, and we'll do it fun astrology style. So hopefully you get it in a different way. But we're going to be covering this stuff here, and that will be built out over hopefully the next few months and as we go on forward. These aspects are a little bit more complicated, 
but great question. Thank you for asking. Have a great day. Thanks for staying to the end here. We'll talk to you again tomorrow for TGI Friday and set up the weekend.